Hello there, and welcome once again to Insight Peterborough. I'm Devin Wilkins. Insight Peterborough is a project of the Peterborough chapter of the Canadian Council of the Blind, otherwise known as the CCB. And if you'd like to know more about the CCB, all you have to do is send an email to ccbpeterborough at gmail.com. ccbpeterborough at gmail.com. Well, we have a conversation to begin with, with Linda Todd. She usually does our simple savings uh, feature that uh, we um, air on the second Monday of the month. But this time she's talking about her artwork and an award that she just won. So let's hear what she has to say. Well, we're talking to Linda Todd uh, again this month, but not about simple savings. Linda is an artist. And uh, she has just won an award. Hi, Linda. How are you? Good morning, Devin. I'm doing great. Thank you. Good. Welcome to the program. Again. Always fun to be on Insight Peterborough. (laughs) So tell me, uh, what's this award that you have just received? Uh, It was uh, for... Uh, best in competition for in the uh, fine art category, and it was a competition put on by the Spirit of the Hills uh, Art Association, and uh, it was the first competition I'd gone in, so it was uh, it was pretty nerve wracking. Uh huh. Um, were there all sorts of uh, rules that you had to adhere to? Hills, is it a, a, an, an organization or? Yes, yep, it's, a, it's an art association, a non-profit organization, uh, and it is uh, in the Northumberland County. Okay, and uh, so what kind of a picture did you enter? Uh, the, the piece is called Blossom. And uh, it's a three-foot-by-five-foot canvas, so it's quite large. Mm-hmm. And uh, multicolored, and it's just basically a, a really big blossom with, you know, multiple petals. And uh, fairly detailed. Uh, detailed, um, detailed in a abstract kind of way. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Interesting description, but I guess kind of the best I can do. But it, 
originally filled the canvas, and, you know, the idea was to, you know, make it uh, a focal point for, for in a room. Yeah. And it was a, a new style that I had done. It was actually the very first time that I had uh, done this style of, of painting. Oh, so it was kind of an experiment of sorts. It was, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and it, uh, it seems to have worked out well. Good. Give me, um, give us a little bit of uh, a history who... For those who haven't uh, heard before, give us a little bit of uh, history of your uh, of your art experience. Well, my so far my experience is somewhat brief. I've really just been painting for the last couple of years, and that started with encouragement from the art gallery owner uh, Valerie Kent of Cavan Art Gallery. And she was always encouraging me to come and take lessons. And being visually impaired and partially colorblind, uh, really I was not interested. Mm-hmm. I, just, uh, I thought that is going to be an exercise in frustration. And uh, uh, but being the coordinator for Council for Persons with Disabilities, uh, with uh, organizing the Active Together program, I thought it would be of interest to many others. So I did organize an art day uh, for others to join. And then, of course, since I was the organizer, uh, I had to join too. <laughs> but more out of obligation than excitement. And uh, uh, as it turns out, I actually really enjoyed it. And uh, so Valerie was having a course that next weekend that seemed interesting, so uh, I took it, and uh, it was an all-day course, and I had a blast. You know, it was uh, it was just so much fun, and, and by complete surprise to me, of all people. And, uh, and so then I went out and bought a bunch of canvases and a lot of paint, um, which I highly don't recommend. Start with, you know, some basic paint and mix colors and work from there, and it saves you quite a bit of investment. Um, but I then just went on a painting frenzy and continued to learn and experiment and um then Valerie saw some of my work, and she continued to um, encourage me to enter them into competitions and galleries. And uh, I really didn't um, buy into that. I guess you would term. You know, it was ah, oh, she just you know being nice. <laughs> and uh, so one day she phoned me up and said pack up your stuff, and I'm going to take you to meet someone. And she took me to another art gallery, and uh, which was Paul's Frame and Art Gallery here in Peterborough. And Paul really um, appreciated my, my art as well and offered me a one-month solo show. So I, uh, of course, was excited at that opportunity, but I, I then started 
you know, saying, okay, well, maybe there is something a little more to this. Well, that's good. And you've done uh, several exhibitions since then? I have, yeah. I started getting invites to other galleries, and, uh, you know, and some I contacted, and they uh, embraced displaying my art. Um, then, of course, uh, COVID hit, and yeah. that kind of brought everything to a halt. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, the last year has been a little bit of a hiatus. Um, but, you know, Spirit of the Hills Association, uh, you know, couldn't have, you know, an in-person competition. So then they took it to online, and that's what other organizations are doing as well as many artists, you know. Well, many businesses are, you know, taking on the, the online thing. And that seems to be, um, you know, giving more opportunities as well. When you paint, you were saying that you're partially colorblind. When you paint, do you have uh, someone like uh, friends or family members um, have a look at what you're you're doing and suggest anything, or do you just kind of um, go with what you remember and uh, and that sort of stuff? No, I don't. I don't um, have someone cross check. I mean, the odd time if I, the odd time, uh, you know, I don't cross check or, well, I mean, if I get confused in a color or forgot to label something, I may, uh, you know, uh, get my daughter to describe it. Uh-huh. In general, you know, um, I just kind of go with what I feel or think I see. Uh, I don't actually remember colors because I've always been visually impaired and uh, and partially colorblind. And, you know, that the color issue kind of changes in lighting and the time of day or how tired I am. You know, sometimes I can see some colors and sometimes I can't. Mm-hmm. I think the what turned out uh, how it seems to work for me is that because I'm not a trained artist, um, I don't know the rules to go by, you know, <laughs> I just kind of go with my gut and uh, I'll mix colors or use colors and, or blend them, and uh, I don't necessarily know that it's right or wrong, and so far it seems to be working, you know. Uh, this is good. Yeah, but, uh, you know, the only way uh, I can kind of convey it is I don't know the rules to follow, so I don't follow any. Right. <laughs> do things uh, apparently a little differently. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and, um, and it, you know, and the colors seem to, to come off. Good. I hear you have some other um, exciting thing is happening in your in your artwork there uh, too is that right uh, yeah I was offered the opportunity to um, uh, for the piece blossom again it seems to be um, appeal to the general public 
uh, you know, everyone does love flowers. Um, so the Council of, uh, or the, yes, Council, the Canadian Council of the Blind is going to be uh, publishing a calendar for 2022 as the fundraiser. And the, the piece Blossom is going to be featured uh, on the front page. Okay. And uh, so that will, you know, that's really lovely. This is the and, local chapter uh, of the CCB. Pardon? This is the local chapter? Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. The local chapter, Peterborough chapter. And, uh, yeah, they'll be selling those uh, locally with packed with all kinds of information about living with visual impairment and blindness, uh, along with uh, a lot of other information that people can refer to and references of, you know, organizations like Peterborough mm-hmm. and um, highlighting other aspects and people in Peterborough, I, I gather. And I think that's coming out in September. Yeah. So uh, that'll be a great fundraiser for the CCP. I've already got part of my Christmas shopping done. Yes. Keeping yes. that in mind. Uh, and uh, in May, or yeah, in May, again, we're going back to the, the Peace Blossom, and it was chosen to be published on uh, the front page of the Occupational Therapy Now magazine that goes across Canada. And uh, and so that was, you know, that was uh, very exciting in itself. Um, I've been very fortunate on how um, people have embraced, you know, my art and and featured it. So it's been fun. Yeah, terrific. And now that things are kind of opening up a bit, as far as uh, COVID is concerned, uh, have you got any shows or anything like that planned for the summer? Uh, I don't at this time. Uh, I really haven't been um, pushing that. Uh, Galleries haven't uh, opened that much. And I think everybody in general is, you know, uh, not making, you know, we ended up opening early. But, you know, we've been living a life of things can change so quickly. Mm-hmm. So, Shows are really expensive to put on for galleries, so they haven't been, you know, quick to make uh, decisions and, and commitments on that because, you know, to invest all the time, energy, and money into, you know, opening and organizing those things only for, you know, areas or the province to be shut down quickly, uh, you know, so I think people are, and businesses are just, it was a wait and see thing. Yeah. Um, so happily, it looks like it really is happening. You know, we are opening back up. Thank goodness. So, yeah, so things will, uh, I'll start, you know, marketing more and contacting galleries. And, of course, they're always welcome to contact me, too. And how would they go about doing that? Oh, great question, Devin. Well, I guess the easiest way is just go to my website, Linda Todd. Dot com and contact me through there. Uh, it's the easiest 
one to remember. I am on you know, Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and so on. But if you uh, just, you know, do Linda Todd and Linda with a Y uh, dot com, then you, know, you can check out my art and send me a message of your opinions and uh, or if anyone would like to, you know, I purchase or I do commissions as well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, or just post and make suggestions of things that you would, you know, like to see or color palettes, you know? Yeah. It was, uh, I love to experiment and create new things. So if someone, uh, even without a commitment to purchase, but would like to, you know, see uh, interesting color choices, I can always see what I can do. Well, that's great. I wish you all the best of luck. And uh, I'm sure we'll hear a lot more from you and about you as the months go by. And uh, uh, we look forward to uh, uh, being able to see that uh, calendar. That should really spread your fame far and wide there, uh, Linda, because I, I anticipate that that calendar will make its uh, way I know it'll make its way at least to Ottawa. <laughs> so <laughs> um, I wish you all the best of uh, luck. Well, thank you so much. Yes, the calendar is definitely exciting. And, uh, you know, one thing I've learned through this journey and, and you know, in life is that one thing does lead to another. And, uh, you know, embrace the opportunities. And Are you going to get to put your... Website and small print on the uh, on the uh, I don't know the bottom end of the of the cover or something. Pardon? I just wondered if you were going to get to put your website in small print somewhere on the cover of of the calendar, so that people uh, wanting to commission uh, certain art pieces or whatever. Uh, know where to contact you. Oh, I'm sure uh, it'll be placed somewhere in there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Credible be given, I'm sure. Yeah. And, uh, if people want to find it, they will. Yes. But, you know, one of the main point is, uh, you know, creating a great fundraiser for our chapter of CCB because it does so much for the visually impaired in the community. So yeah. that's, uh, that's awesome. Terrific. Well, thanks, Linda, and uh, we'll look forward to chatting with you again somewhere down the road because I'm, I'm sure you'll, uh, as things do open up, you'll be getting more involved with uh, artwork again, and uh, uh, we'll hear about um, new endeavors on your part. All right. Well, thank you very much, Devin, and I will keep you up to date. A couple of years ago, and yes, we are digging back into our archives, um, John Morris, who is the uh, co-host of Country Spotlight, which airs on Trent Radio each Friday morning at 9 o'clock, and I say co-host because the other co-host is Lynn Morris, his wife. So... A couple of years ago, John did a demonstration 
of a, a product called the Victor Reader Trekker. Uh, I believe, yeah, I think that's what it's called. Anyway, you'll hear all about it, and uh, we are going to uh, air that because uh, people are getting to me be more out and about these days, and uh, it's uh, summer weather, and I just thought it, it was an appropriate thing to do. Before that, though. John recorded a, a CD a number of years ago, which contains three of his original songs. And uh, I thought that uh, before we hear him speak, we'll hear him singing one of his own songs called The Real You. And I got his verbal permission to play it here, so that's what I'm going to do. Every guy in town When I leave for work Someone new comes around They say that I'd be horrified By things you say and do I thought I knew the Seems the real you is someone everyone else knows. I just don't understand this change that you've gone through. I thought I knew the real you.
Hi, folks. Um, today, we're going to be talking about a fantastic new product. It's been out, oh, maybe two, um, two and a half, three years. But um, this is a great um, device. First, before we get into any descriptions um, about the product, I want to thank uh, the host of the um, Insight Peterborough, Devin Wilkins, for inviting uh, me back on here. Uh, we appreciate it very much, and we hope that you, the listeners, are going to enjoy this feature. Now, we're outdoors in a different um, type of situation, um, rather than being on the sidewalk where we really should be, but this is going to work anyway. So, this product, let's get right to it. It's called the Victor Reader Trek. And what it is, is an MP3 player for the blind, a note taker. It's got internet radio capabilities. It's got podcasts. Uh, you can... Uh, Put podcasts on it, like uh, podcast feeds, and um, you can listen to SD cards with your own private music collection or, bo or book collection. The cards, now here's an interesting thing. This Victor Reader Trek will take cards up to 128 gigabytes or more. I have one at our apartment that's got over 800 hours of music on it. This is a great product and you can you can purchase it through um, Humanware Canada and uh, it retails for approximately $850-$900 something like that I got mine free last year when I got Casey so I've already had it sitting here so the satellites are up. So now I can do um, GPS things. Okay? So Volume 16. First of all, let's um, let's see how we're doing. Info. Three items. Explore. GPS, high. Battery powered, 44%. Speed, 0.1 miles per hour. Now, that's not its usual speaker. I put this speaker on it so that you could um, 
hear it. So now, I'm out and I want to go somewhere. So, I can um, check what's around me. There's different categories. There's uh, landmarks, which is you can uh, store many landmarks that you can vocally put in yourself. Um, this is a great thing for when you're out learning new routes. You can uh, you can put your landmark in if you want to put in a garbage pail. Like say if you you're like me, if you've got a guide dog and you got to get rid of a care package, you can um, if you've came across a garbage can. You could even put that in, and it will find it every time you're in that area. So, what's around? Nine items. One. Bus stop for John and Lynn's apartment. Edonics Road. Two o'clock. One hundred and thirty-one feet. So I'll go. I'll skip all the rest of the landmarks because I've got there's about nine that are here and then I will uh, show you the categories explore okay so I've gone past my landmarks and now I'll press the right arrow key again extended search extended search now this is where you can have your fun so I'm going to hit the key five. Heading north. Oops. Peterborough Park Hill Road West in front, 406 feet. Okay, so I made a mistake. Nine. Back in Extended search. Now I hit the select key to the right of the zero. Select search type. There we go. Two items. Search by category. Search by category. And that's where you have your transportation, food, health, uh, landmarks, banking, all these different categories. Or... Search by name. That is where you could go in and manually type in using the keypad. Say you wanted to go to Aviemore's. The restaurant. Well, it, it's probably in the food section, but say you don't know that, you could put that in there. So let's go back to search by category. Search by category. Select a category. 15 items. Landmarks. Transportation. Food. Ha! Ah, food. My favorite one. Let's go in there and See what's around. Searching. Please wait. It's going to take a second to... Uh, I'll pause this. Please wait. Okay, so... They, it finally came up. So, this is the first Two. one. One. Subway Jackson Park. Restaurant. 
655 Park Hill Road West, 7 o'clock, 919 feet. Now, if I hit the 5 key just lightly, it will give me um, um, manual, uh, well, let's try it. Explore. Oh, shoot. Park Hill Road West. Okay, so I'll... 885 feet. There's the subway, so here I go. No GPS coverage. On familiar paths. Okay, I forgot a step, so I've got to... I selected that I wanted... Um, I wanted this place, so let's do... Um, let me get out of that again. Explore. Okay, I'm going to get that up again and show you how to do it. What's around? Nine items. On extended search. Select search type. Two items. Search by cat. Select a category. Trip food. Searching. Okay. Please wait. So, as soon as this comes up, see, I, yeah, here we Subway, go. Jackson Park. Restaurant, 655 Park Hill Road West, 3 o'clock, 861 feet. So we've got the landmark, or the, the restaurant name. So we want to go there. Press confirm to start instructions. Press and hold if in vehicle. Warning, no GPS coverage. Explore. Okay, we're going to try this. Again, I think I've got... This happens sometimes when you don't have the uh, full coverage. And we're, we're not really in an open area here, so we're lucky it's working at all. What's around? Nothing okay. item. Extended search. Select search type. Two I Select a category. Trip food. Banking. Food. Okay. Searching. Here we go again. Sorry about this. Come on. One. There. Subway, Jackson Park. Okay. Restaurant. So. 655 Park Hill Road West. So we want to. Park. So. 176 feet. Okay, so we want to go there. Walking. Let's see. Press confirm to start instructions. Press and hold if in vehicle. Pedestrian guidance to Subway Jackson Park. Please head north towards Hedonics Road with Park Hill Road West on your left. Street with no name in front and Park Hill Road West on your right. Okay, so let's imagine that we've done that. So I'll hit the six key. Heading off route. Okay. In 538 feet, turn right on Park Hill Road West. In 453 feet, destination on your right. And that's how you get there. Now, when you're walking, you don't have to use the key six and all that. You might be asking the question, well, why would I get something like this? I've got GPS on my cell phone.
Well, that's true, except this is much, much, much more accurate. And it doesn't take up so much of your uh, data on your cell phone. This is so much better because in the this has um, actual buttons on it, just like the uh, stream does. It's laid out exactly like a stream. Okay, so um, wanted to um, explain too before I get into more of a. Um, description of it uh, and the different things every client that goes to leader dogs for the blind whether it be to get a guide dog or for the uh, summer camp experience um, they get one of these units um, if they're going in for guide dog training, they get one with their dog. And uh, they've worked out an agreement with um, Humanware. Humanware um, provides, um, provides the units and uh, they train, they trained people at Leader Dog on them so that if us clients had issues we could uh, get help also this unit has a complete map or in this case maps of North America by, by accident I um, downloaded 74 maps so anywhere you want to go, I can tell you how to get there if we're in the area. Um, so let's go back to... What's around? Nine items. One. Bus stop for John and Lynn's apartment. Okay, so those, those are the landmarks. I've got well over 150 landmarks, I think. Select search in item. here. Two items. Search by category. Also, one of the new things that they're going to have is um, where you can be indoors at a mall or something like that. And you could find um, a store. Say you wanted, say you wanted um, Ted's record store or something like that. You could, um, you could find it. This new um, feature, I think it's called Beacon Locator, and so it can help you find stores in a mall. Now another great thing about the Victor Trek. Say you're walking and uh, you're in like um, an open area where there's not a lot of, of stores or 
restaurants around, but there might be a couple. It used to be when you had the Trekker Breeze that it wouldn't work very well in an open area. This one does. In fact, remember before I said about the garbage can? If you had a garbage can that was in like a, a breezeway or like an alley between two buildings, you could still record that and it'll find it every time you go past. So, um... Next intersection unavailable. Let's go. What's around? Nine items. Extended search. Select search type. To select a category, transportation food. Let's see what's around Search. here. We know Subway is. Please wait. Now it's just going to take a minute or to. Oh, here we go. Subway, Jackson Park, restaurant, 655 Park Hill Road West, 3 o'clock, 859 feet. Now that's set feet. You can change the distance unit to kilometers and meters and and things like that, or feet and yards if you're in the states. It's it's able to change. Two, country style, restaurant, six fifty three Park Hill Road West, three o'clock, zero point two miles. I think that might be gone. 3. Subway. Restaurant. 26 Hospital Drive. 8 o'clock. 0.6 miles. 4. Tim Hortons. Cafe slash pub. 1 Hospital Drive. 8 o'clock. 0.6 miles. 5. Havermore. Restaurant. 398 McDonald Street. 5 o'clock, 0 0.6 miles. So there, see, you can, um, you can uh, find all, there's a whole, I won't go through the whole list, but there's a whole lot of restaurants, and when you change locations, the restaurants obviously change. And uh, it's, it is, it is, um, it is a great thing, and, uh, I'm just grateful that Leader Dogs for the Blind uh, provide these. Uh, it, uh, by the way, I was one of the first to get this unit uh, from Leader Dog. A lot of people have bought it before me, but I was the first, the first to get it from leader dogs because they just started doing it in March and I got Casey on March 11th. When you record a landmark, unlike the um, Trekker Breeze, the, with that unit the landmark recordings always went on the SD card. This does not. 
it goes right on to the hard drive of the Victor Victor Reader track. You might be interested. How big? How big a, a memory does it have? It has over 18 gigabytes of memory. So you can uh, put landmarks in. You can do podcasts. You can even record off of radio stations off this. Um, if, if, if you're listening to the radio and you, ooh, I like this program. Well, guess what? You can record it and then you can move it to an SD card. And uh, then you can put it on your computer or whatever you'd like to do with it. But this, this, um, I really, really, really recommend this unit, really. Um, even if I had to pay for it, I would, I would get one. It's, it's just, and what's great about it is in the winter time, you know, you're wearing mittens or gloves. Or you can still feel the big buttons because they are nice big buttons on this. So it's not like you'd be searching around on a, a touch screen looking for your location on the GPS unit. Future updates for the Victor Trek. Not only are they going to bring on the uh, beacon uh, software to help search indoors, but they're eventually going to have AM and FM radio capabilities. So say your favorite radio station doesn't have a website. Oh, it doesn't matter. You can go listen to it any, um, listen to it on the Victor Trek. But that's in an upcoming um, update. Let's talk about the updates. Unlike some specialized um, equipment for the visually for the visually impaired or blind, these updates are all free. You don't pay for them. You turn on your Victor track and it'll say an update is available. Do you want it? If you want it, hit the select key and voila, there you go, it's started. And then eventually you plug in your power code cord and within minutes your download is done. Unless you're like me. Remember I told you about the 74 maps? I didn't realize that I could choose one or two maps. So I got them all. And it took 
over 12 hours. So uh, when you get your trek, don't make my mistake. Learn by it. Folks, I, I really hope that you have enjoyed this. I know I have really enjoyed putting it together for you. I'm sorry for the little hiccups here and there. But um, please, if you have any questions, don't hesitate to give me a call. And I'll do my best to answer. And if I don't have the answers, I will get them. Again, thank you very, very much. And uh, talk to you soon. Well, we still have a little time left. And while my hand is still in the archives, why don't we listen to a demonstration that I made a while ago of a device called the Oracle Talking Glucometer. And this, of course, is for people who have diabetes and they want to check their blood sugar uh, and there's nobody else around and they want to be independent anyway and do it themselves. So you can uh, get this from the, the pharmacy and then, of course, you have to get a prescription from your doctor for the strips. And uh, it uh, comes in handy. So let's listen to this. Hi there, I'm Devin Wilkins from Peterborough, Ontario, and I'm about to do a demonstration for you of the Oracle Talking Glucometer. There is a Prodigy Talking Glucometer, which uh, I understand you have to pay for, but this you don't. So the device is about four inches long and two inches wide, maybe a speck wider, and about an inch or so deep. So it's not a major hassle to have to carry it around. On the back of it, there are two small rubber feet, and that's the way you should lay it down on the table in front of you with the uh, feet down toward the table. And I have it laying on a napkin or a serviette so that it will catch whatever drips there might be. So I'm going to get a strip out of my jar. And my fingers are warmed up now. So we shouldn't have any major problem with it. If you have a look at the strip, you'll see that there's a, how shall I describe it? On the one end, the longer part of it should be on uh, facing the table, and the shorter piece on that same end should be facing up. So we will insert it into a little hole uh, slot on the end of the glucometer that's closest to you. 
The room temperature is 23.2 degrees Celsius. Please apply blood onto the test strip. So I'm going to prick my finger and do just that. Milk my finger a little bit here. And I will see about getting some of the blood. So I just bring the glucometer over to my finger or vice versa. Find the end of the strip. Your blood glucose is 5.5 many moles per liter. 5.5, so that's pretty good. So after I just squeeze my finger with the napkin a little bit to make sure everything is all cleaned up nicely, I will use the napkin to pull a strip out of the glucometer. which will automatically turn the glucometer off. And that's about it. It takes uh, a few times to kind of get practice in getting blood onto the strip, but it's not too bad. And if you happen to be someone who is diabetic, then testing your blood sugar is definitely something that you can do on your own. So I hope that helps a little bit. Good luck. And that's our show for this week. Thank you so much for listening. And you'll hear this show again on Friday. And then next Monday will be August 2nd already. My goodness, where is the time going? Anyway, have yourself a wonderful week, and uh, we'll chat soon. Bye for now.